0: So we got an enthusiastic welcoming message from Joe Tommaso this morning. And he's inviting us all to embrace this new homily series. Of course, Father Trout piled on um, with this awesome homily I'm about to give. And the rules are I only have seven minutes to be awesome. So following Jesus is our theme for the next six weeks. And obviously, each of us gathered here this morning are followers of Jesus, or you wouldn't be sitting in those pews. But the reason I'm excited about the theme is because during the next six weeks together, we're going to do a deeper dive on what it means to live life to the fullest. Because we all know that Christ is the life. And that the key to the meaning of that is following Jesus more closely. We can all benefit by this if we unpack what it means according to the two pillars of our faith, of Jesus' instruction for all of us, the great commandment and the great commission. We'll find both of those a little later in Matthew's Gospel. But they are to love God with all your heart, and all your mind, and all your soul, and to love your neighbor as yourself. And then to use that love to go out and make disciples of all nations. That really is the heart of it all. The whole life of the church is grounded on these two principles. Love God and neighbor, and spread the good news of the gospel. But how do we do that? How do we do that day in and day out? Because we all know that's not always that uh, easy. Life presents itself with plenty of challenges to try our best to follow Jesus. Look no further than our gospel today. And normally, I love to proclaim the parables because they're illuminating and illustrative for us But unfortunately, today's parable about the workers in the vineyard is arguably one of the most disliked parables in the gospel. The subtitle of the parable might be, When Life Isn't Fair. As strange as it might seem, the parable clearly shows how the graciousness of God can be viewed or easily mistaken as injustice. There's a deep sense of unfairness when the last are paid the same as the first. We're quick to be offended and we can easily identify with those weary first laborers who toiled in the hot sun all day. The apparent inequity offends our merit-based society that we live in. The basic message can irritate us. If someone gets what I'm getting but hasn't put in as much work as I have, I feel cheated. And it's an instructive human reaction, a normal human reaction of expectation, and it can apply to many aspects of our life, for money or health or power or recognition. This parable can make us, in the words of the gospel today, grumble ready. How many of us haven't grumbled to God or grumbled to each other from time to time when life presents us with certain challenges and we feel like we've been treated unfairly. But we hear from the prophet Isaiah today in the first reading that God's ways are not our ways. God's thoughts are above our thoughts. So we're not going to figure out the divine will by doing the math, or by weighing the scales, or applying pure reason. The parable is not an economic lesson. We're being encouraged to avoid comparison because it is one of the most fruitless endeavors to the spiritual life what someone else has been given or what they've received or what we have is an inadequate way of thinking when we're dealing with the reality, the spiritual reality of God that he loves each and every one of us. The justice of Jesus does not always conform with our own standards of human justice. As incomprehensible as it may seem, God is not required to apportion mercy according to merit. And it would be inconsistent of us to proclaim the mercy of God and then have resentment when someone else has experienced it. That's because we all want the divine mercy of God. Judgment belongs to God alone, and thankfully, he exercises that with great mercy. As followers of Jesus, we're being called to conduct ourselves in the very same kind of generosity, the same kind of um, concern for others, the same kind of love, the same kind of mercy. Less comparison of each other, less judgment of each other. But yet we know that's not always easy the vineyard workers are meant to shine a spotlight for all of us on the extravagant generosity of God. Those who are are not chosen early to work in the vineyard were not necessarily lazy, but for some reason they were unwanted. Yet in spite of being rejected earlier in the day, our Lord in his most generous way leans towards them, the workers who are the least and the lowly, those who are unwanted by others. Just look and think for a minute about how the owner of the vineyard went out to the workers again and again and again. What it's meant to tell us is that Jesus never gives up. He's always searching constantly inviting and offering us the invitation to share in his harvest. The challenge for us as followers of Jesus is to rejoice in the abundance and freedom of God to always be accessible to us and to the lives of others, no matter where we are on our faith journey. The key to appreciating the parable is to see ourselves as those workers who are the last to be hired. We have no right to a full day's pay to the generosity of God, but we have received it nonetheless. For this, we give thanks, that God's mercy and love is way beyond our view of fairness and justice. What we look forward to is the surprise like the workers who are hired last, In the meantime, we commit ourselves to leading lives worthy of the calling we have all received, leaving the future in God's loving and compassionate hands. So as followers of Jesus, let's try this week or these next six weeks to avoid the pitfalls of comparison and competition. Worrying less about who's been given certain gifts, who has more and who has less, and focus more on appreciating the generosity and the love that God has for each and every one of us and each and every person that we encounter. As we journey together over these next six weeks and explore additional ways to become possibly stronger followers of Jesus, We can do that by focusing on our prayer and worship, by connecting and inviting others or serving others, maybe by joining a small group. But I encourage you all to connect with the parish website and attend one of the guest speaker forums that we've arranged to further explore this topic of following Jesus. Following this path and taking advantage of these parish-wide opportunities will most certainly add more meaning to our life. And they'll provide all of us with the strength to be laborers in God's vineyard.